Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite podcast. Thanks for your concern. You're here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. It's another wonderful day in the neighborhood. It's super... No, it's actually very muggy out. I don't know why. I was going to say it's beautiful. It's sunny. It's great. No, it's actually kind of gloomy, but whatever. But we have a very exciting episode today. We're going to talk about one of our favorite activities, our favorite pastime. And no, we're not talking about baseball. We're talking about going out and what the culture of around going out is, hitting the town, our tips, our tricks, and our L's that we'll share so you don't have to take the same L's. Absolutely. Ella and I basically grew up wanting to eat the world. So we'd done our fair share of going out. And, you know, there were trials and tribulations, definitely some good times, some bad times, things we have learned. And we just really wanted to, like, share the knowledge of all the things we had to learn the hard way. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But before we start, do you want to do a check-in? What's up with you? What's up with your life? Okay, so like, as I mentioned, there's always something to do in New York. So like, Mm -hmm. I've been going out a lot. Like, you know, they said another club, another club. I've been going to another club and another club. And it's been honestly really great. I feel like it's a little, it's not chaotic yet. But Mm -hmm. it's like, like, I'm going out. It's a Tuesday night. Like, I'm going out on a Tuesday night. I went out on a Monday night. I went out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like, there's so oh much God, to do. Girl. I know. And I am somehow like managing fine. I'm still like going to the gym. I'm getting like enough sleep. I'm working. So maybe I was just meant for this lifestyle. I don't know. I mean, baby girl, it sounds like you're living the dream. I love that. Uh, what's new with me? Nothing much. I wish I was doing something great and exciting. I've just been um, spending a lot of time with family and honestly still recovering from my birthday, even though that was like two weeks ago. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting old. But yeah, so should we just get into the show? Let's fucking do it. All right, you guys. So here's the thing. I'm 27 now. I started going out the day I turned 21, of course, and I haven't really stopped. You know, I slowed down a bit and going out has changed. But let me just tell you, a girl knows how to have a good time. Yeah, I definitely started hitting them streets real young. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually talking to my dad today. He was like, yeah, since you've never had a car, you've technically been literally like on streets since you were like 15. And I was like, yes, father, thank you for that observation. That I've never had a car. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's on you. But, you know, I truly have enjoyed going out. I think I may be just a night person and mm-hmm. going out can be amazing. There, th- I think the, the thing about going out is like sometimes you have expectations and then sometimes you don't. And I think the best times I've ever had going out was when I had no expectations. I agree. Just because, you know, then you're then nothing's lacking. I think the times I've had like the least fun is when I like get hyped up about a place and then I go and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't like the vibe here. But I was yeah. so excited to go to that place. Rhino Room, Seattle Capitol oh, Hill. God. I'm talking to oh, you. God. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw I'm telling you all. I saw this girl get her wig snatched 
legitimately not snatched like oh it was snatched it it was no. literally snatched off her head bro yes that was like really traumatizing honestly because like fights always broke out in rhino room don't know why we always ended up going to rhino room even though we knew it was gonna be a mess but you know sometimes you have to you have to give a place a couple of chances to prove right. you right. I honestly think that whenever you're say, you say like, I'm going to just have a chill night, you will black out. Like, that's a lie. Don't say yourself yeah, don't. up like that, you know? Don't, you know, don't jinx yourself. My best thing when you're setting expectations is like plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? Yeah, Always yes, have yes. some kind of like safety plan, you know, in motion or just be sure to communicate with who you're going out with of the expectations of like what going out with you mean because everyone has a different expectation. So it's sometimes, you know, just be a good friend, communicate so that you don't get upset at your friend for ditching you for a boy five minutes into the night, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's low-key the worst. I have had that happen so many times where I go out with girls and like literally an hour into the night, they're like, I have found my soulmate. I am leaving. I'm like, bitch, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> like, girl, why can't you and him stay here and hang out at least? <laughs> I've had girls worse than that where I like... We'll be like going out for a girls' night, and miraculously, like the dude they've been hooking up with is at the same place Shows at the same up. time as us. And ah! I was like, "Bitch, did you invite him here to fucking make out with him all night? Grotesque." Grotesque. I might have been a culprit of that in <laughs> a few times. I I, I won't lie, because okay, so I lo I love making people feel included, and we had a friend group, so sometimes like people I'm hooking up with are like part of the friend group. So I'm like, "Oh, just come." Out, you know but that, that was uh, that was me being bad um <laughs> <laughs> i've learned i've learned girls nights are a special occasion no right. man allowed which is I different a than a, night. i love a girls night not every night has to be a girls night but i love a girls night do you remember our girls uh vegas trip <laughs> Oh, yes, girl. I do remember that. That was actually a really fun trip. That trip was super fun because we had a right amount of people. I think, yeah. like, once you get over, like, six people, it's too much for Vegas, you know? Anywhere, really. Anywhere, it's really. Bother to plan for more than four people. Especially <laughs> non-locally. Like, yeah. more than six people is the max for me on a trip. We had a great time. We we got into some fun clubs. Like, I remember it being yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, I think this kind of, like, segues into one of the things I wanted to talk about is, like, finding places to go in, like, cities you've never been in. Mm -hmm. And one of the top ones that I think sometimes people don't think about is, like, promoters. Oh, yeah. So, it, yeah, essentially, there's dudes. There's also girl promoters. They're all over, like, Instagram. Or once you get into a place, like if you want to go into a bougie club or bar you just like in vegas or everywhere they're outside every yeah. single fucking club and they're just trying they're not trying to snatch you obviously don't be a dumbass but like if they're like hey do you want to get on the guest list for this like club later and usually clubs will have like different people perform that night mm -hmm. so a, a trick not a trick but a tip I would say like if you're going to Vegas find like who's gonna be there that weekend in all the hotels mm -hmm. and figure out who the fuck you're trying to see and then plan around that and then once you get like to a pool party or literally you're just walking on the strip and there's a promoter being like do you want to get in here you're like oh do you have access Access to blah 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 club I'm trying to see this person yes. and then you get on the list so I think that's like the best so I would say most major cities besides like 
like Seattle because there's nowhere to go here. But besides that, like all major cities, if there's like a club club, they do have promoters and the promoters Mm -hmm. basically they make commission for how many people get inside the club because it's like more people money. more money more for girls, the club more men buying so stuff the the caveat to this is is that you either have to be a all girl or mostly girl group but mm-hmm. if it's a girls trip mm, perfect and <laughs> um you can also look at hashtags so if you look up like hashtag mgm like whatever the club name is and see the most recent ones you'll find them and I even found so I got in contact with a promoter from in Paris and so then I was getting into clubs in Paris and like we went out with him one time and then he like was inviting us to like other spots. Mm-hmm. So once if you're there for an extended period of time, you can make some homies get into all these clubs. Th- that's for true. Free. That's true. I also like save their numbers just in case mm-hmm. I'm ever back in that city. Me too. Chances are like they're not promoting. They'll point you to somebody who's still fucking promoting. Exactly. Um, and they usually tend to be like pretty nice because you are making them money. And it's a customer service job. They want you to come back. Yeah. I recently went out to a strip club and I had never been okay. to like a, like a strip club where there was ladies. I've been to like gay strip, like boy gay strip clubs. Oh, and that yeah, has yeah. been super fun, you know? So this was different, but oh my fucking God, it's Sapphires in New York. And I just have to say like, they don't just, des- men don't deserve this talent, bro. Straight up talent. I'm like, oh my God, how is she shaking her ass like that? Like, honestly, I was, I I admired. I I also, amazing. Like everybody there was fucking stunning. Everybody, every dude there was fucking creepy. But, oh well. Was it a panties on or panties off kind of place? Oh, panties on. Panties on type okay, of place. So the only strip club I went to was a panties off kind of situation. And I just was like. <laughs> I was uncomfortable with the energy in the room, right? Because like I'm, first of all, I'm like, wow, she's really beautiful and clearly like pretty confident because she's butt naked in front of a group of strangers. And then I'm looking around at these dudes and I'm like, oh, so I left. Yeah, that was no, not a long one, this night. This one felt for like me. an actual club. Like, yeah. like if you were to go dancing, there just mm-hmm. like happened to also be girls dancing there. And oh my god! And this strip club had more security than the fucking airport. Like, I shit you not. They checked my ID like three times. They scanned me in. Also, like all these all these men there were like putting on. Like, mm. I was standing next to this dude, and my roommate's like, his watch is worth twenty thousand dollars, and I was like, I really don't even want to take the time time to talk to this dry ass motherfucker like (laughs) (laughs) it's a lifestyle yeah (laughs) my thing is what I I so a lot of times if I get in on like a guest list or sometimes if you like meet a recruiter or promote recruiter that's such a funny word that I'm using (laughs) if you meet a promoter in person they might ask you to sit VIP and so when I went to Vegas and I was sitting VIP I was expecting these guys to fucking be like interactive speak to us or anything not a single one spoke and then I talked to another girl at the table and she's like lives in Vegas from Vegas and she was like oh no you'd be surprised like they really don't even care like this is just so that they can like show other people that they have hot women at their tables and I was like how bizarre but I will sit here and drink fucking liquor for free no problem yeah, there's promoter tables. There's lots of ways that you can drink for free. I will say, like, I am lazy as fuck. So, like, me for me, making conversation with dudes is, like, sometimes I have to do the opportunity cost, you know? Like, I'm right. going to try to talk to this fucking, like, literally boring character for the next 10 minutes. 
or will I be buying my own drink? And most of the time I am just buying my own drink because these dudes, let me tell you, do not know how to fucking keep a conversation going. Also, like in all of my life, like I know that people are like, like not every guy is like a predator douchebag, but a lot Most of guys are. like to follow their investment and they think like yeah. $15 means it's an all night like thing, you yeah. know, like it's not like one of those things where I could get a drink from a guy, talk to him for five minutes and then fucking leave. It's like, He's no, nice. this is like, do I want to pull the trigger on this all night? Like, I don't think so. I think I just will purchase my own drink. Yeah, dude, you you do get stage five clingers here and there and you got to know how to shake them. My roommate. Wow. What a girl. She's Love just it. like so direct and like. May you say rude sometimes? I don't know. Maybe they man need that. She was yeah. just like, no, like go away. And I was like, <gasps> oh, I love her. I'm a little kinder because I don't want to like it to escalate into like a situation. But yeah, you have some yeah. time. Sometimes you gotta be firm. Okay, so this is. I don't think this is a hot take. I think a lot of people can relate to this. Bar crawls never end well. No, especially if it's like okay. So I think I've been on. Have we been on two or just the one? I have been on like five bar crawls, and they have all ended fucking terribly. Yeah. Okay. So the one I went on, it was just shit was too far away. It was just too busy. And then it just was like, like what? You've been I- to more than one girl. We did that going Santa out of one. one that what? was literally a shit show. I don't remember that at all. You were there. Like Quinn broke up with me. Everybody broke up with each other. People started running away into like the valley. Like literally oh, fields. Yeah. Like wheat fields. People started running away into wheat fields, bro. In Where our college we, town. Did we it was start? the last day we were in Pullman. We started on Greek Row and we made our way down to like the downtown area. By the time we hit downtown, like we should have gone home. Like we should have called it a day. Oh my God. And in my office, literally everybody was like crying. And, right. Like, oh, Actually, I do remember that. The only reason I remember that is because I was on, I was on some, for whatever reason, I was on good behavior that day. Usually I'm on my (laughs) bad behavior, but I just remember being like, is this like every night? Do we all cry like this? And I'm just not physically, (laughs) mentally here. And everyone was like, no, this is a particularly bad day. We all hit a wall together (laughs) and decided to be like horrible to each other. Yeah. Ruined all our friendships. We were all like best friends, ruined all of our friendships together. Yeah, bar crawl. It's just so if you've never done a bar crawl, like, and you don't know what we're talking about, it's when you like literally like walk to and from bars, and like the point is to go to like as many bars as possible. Yeah. Which in theory you think sounds good, but no, because you're technically gonna have a drink at each bar that you go to if you're a degenerate like us. But you could obviously like take it slow and like not have a drink at every bar you go to, which is like the smart thing to but, do. But like I feel like the point is to get a drink at every bar you go to right i don't know i don't know how responsible people do this i'll figure it out (laughs) another type of bar crawl that is more popular is like SantaCon, which is a shit show in itself oh my god i literally had like so SantaCon was it around christmas so everyone was dressed in christmas attire Santa, you're supposed to come dressed as Santa. And there was like literally, what, there had to be like 20,000 people doing this bar crawl. Yeah, it's like all over. They do them in big cities. I know there's one in San Francisco, there's one in New York, and then there's one in Seattle. Shit show. Literally, shit show. Disgusting. Because like... You know, the I think the thing about Halloween is, is at the beginning of the night, it's like kind of cute. But then at the end of the night, it's like when people <laughs> yeah. have like digressed into like... 
an infant type the worst version of themselves it's like yeah. having a hundred santas blacked out and yelling at each other is like kind of scary it like feels like an episode of like the twilight zone or something you're like what's going on here my f- brain literally can't fully compute what's going on here <laughs> They're kind of cool in a way that they feel like block parties because all the bars are close to each other. So it's like mm. there's cops kind of surrounding and making sure nobody dies, but they're not really like trying to mingle with you. Yeah. So another thing you probably shouldn't do if you do things like bar girls or like SantaCon or literally any major event is pregame the pregame. Right, right, right. So it seems like a good idea. You know, if the event is at like 10 p.m., you get invited to a pregame at like 8 30, mm-hmm. and then you're like sitting around just waiting and you're like, Maybe we should like pregame the pregame. Bad call. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even or even I personally think pregaming isn't always the best idea, depending on what you're walking into next, yeah. right? Like I feel like pregaming a concert where like you don't want to spend twenty dollars on a drink, so mm-hmm. you're like, let me get a couple drinks in, and then I'm gonna drink a drink there, and I'll be chilling. But sometimes people like are pregaming the bar, and I'm like. You know that you're about to get drunk enough to like buy the exact amount of drinks you would have bought if yeah. you didn't pregame. And that's what I was figuring out because I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I have like two drinks before the bar so that I'll only have one drink at the bar. But after three no. drinks, it's all downhill from there. So so now I was like, yeah, I'm just not going to pregame. I'm just going to like show up to the bar and drink there since that's like the whole point about going to a bar. Yeah, I'm a very light pregamer. We have friends who um, do the opposite and sometimes they don't make it out of the pregame. And for, <laughs> for me, sure. the going out part is the fun part. <laughs> yes. I would save myself a lot of energy if I just wanted to just do the pregame, you know? <laughs> Definitely, definitely. I have noticed that at least in New York and versus Seattle, Seattle boys are so fucking stingy, like with buying you drinks or getting you literally anything. I don't know why. I don't get it. But in New York, I have made friends. Thank God. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I will get this round because they had been buying me drinks and, you know, it's friendship. And one of them just goes like, oh, I should probably get this round. And I'm like, no, like, it's fine. He was like, no, I should probably get it because I probably make more money than you. And then at first I was like, what? And he's like, oh, you know, the gender gap. Bitch, I would have fucking, fine. Take it. I'll take this yeah. one. Yay, Dude, feminism. Like, okay, what the fuck what? ever. You're, you're fucking right. The gender gap. That's what I'm going to say every time. You should probably get me this drink because you know the gender gap. <laughs> So I will say this. I think it really depends on, I think a lot of the time, if you're with a group of girls, like I will say it's a Seattle thing because sometimes we go to this Aussie bar and the Aussies are always down to buy us drinks. (sighs) And it's literally so sweet. I'm like, oh yeah, Like, we love kindest. it. It's yeah. like, oh, I feel like I'm on like Love Island, Australia. I love it. And but if you go to certain, like, you have to set yourself up to get drink spot for, but that's like not worth it in the end. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, take it chill, have a good time. And honestly, like if you have good vibes when you're out, you will radiate good mm-hmm. energy and you were just like attract. They'll just come to you. 100%. You know what's so funny about like you bringing up that like Australian bar. So like sometimes you end up at wrong places. One wrong place I'd say we'd ended up is called mm-hmm. Shingletown in 
Seattle. And, you know, as we're EDM girls, we're city girls. Uh, we don't <laughs> fuck with country music. Dog, when I tell you this place looks like a fucking barn inside. And the thing is, we didn't know we were walking into. No. Ella had got it wrongfully kicked out of a bar. She didn't even start For the first time anything. ever. Usually she was for profiled. the right reason. <laughs> she was profiled. Okay. Some other short African-American girl threw some limes at the bar and they kicked out Ella for it. And, but I like, we were all there. She did not do that. They so apologized to me. The bar, the bartender apologized. apologized to me at a later date, just so okay, everyone knows. Good. Good. <laughs> no beef there. But so we had met this guy and he's like, oh my God. He was like, just come with me. Just come with me. Like, I know there's great place next door. It was a fucking literally like you had walked into a barn in fucking Tennessee and literally I'm not exaggerating there was fucking hay on the ground like it was very like that was the aesthetic they were going for hay blocks and like and like we're in the middle of like see like a hipster neighborhood in Seattle and it's country music cowboy boots and hay and one dollar jello shots and I was like we're here now and also smelled so musty in there I do not think (laughs) hay and bar sweat are a good mix you know when I fucked up it's that dude like was kind of cute so I was like yeah whatever we'll go I never looked at his fucking shoes bro he was wearing cowboy boots you live and I you should learn. have known better you live and you look learn. at their shoes ladies the other place that we went to that like it was fine but it was just it's kind of funny to stay there's this place called the plant and it used to be called the plantation it's problematic we it's understand very problematic we ended up there and like the vibes were kind of good, you know, because we were the <laughs> only people to rebrand, you know? you know, they tried to rebrand. They were very nice and welcoming. You know, it didn't seem outwardly problem racist? racist when we were there. But um, I can't say I'm going to go there again. Yeah, no. Weird energy there. Weird energy there. So sometimes when you're going out and you go to pregames and stuff like that, this is a New York story. We were invited to go to this apartment in Manhattan. It was supposed to be nice. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. I'm new here. I'm here to make friends. And we get there. And oh my God, you know, when you walk into a place and you know, you should just leave. I think we've talked about this before. I I just like, but yeah, you know what? Follow your instincts. Always. You should just leave. If you don't feel like being there, leave. But you know, I was giving it a chance and I was with my roommate. So I was like, okay, I guess we're like kind of safe. At least Mm -hmm. we're together. It was literally terrifying because they didn't have any furniture. So this looked like really trapped. Like I was like the last time I did something this trap I was a high schooler okay so it was really weird the building was really nice but like the people there were like super fucking sketch dude and then it was white claw gate so I get there and they're like oh my god we've been binge drinking <laughs> since like 1 a.m yesterday so then I was like oh, okay cool whatever and then they offered me and they're like we have drank 14 cases of white claw and we might order some more right and 14 I was like cases yeah I was like that's fucking disgusting but like like you do you. And so I had a couple of white claws. Something did happen that was probably the most ridiculous thing that has ever happened to me while this whole thing was going on. This man like walks into this apartment looking super lost. Like he was like, oh, my name is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. When he was like introducing himself to me, he was probably around 50 years old. His hair was a fucking mess. 
And I was like, cool. And he had like this really cute Brazilian girl like making out with him. And I was like, girl, Ron, like, I don't care how much money he has, but like, this isn't cool, right? And this is like a super sketchy situation. So then he starts saying, oh my God, okay. This is so, so fucking do, funny. Do they not know him? Well, I don't know, dude. I don't know any of these people. We went there because there was a promoter that was getting us into the strip club. Like, that's how I ended up there. But essentially, this man was like, I am Giovanno Gavana, the heir of Dolce and Gavana. And then, you know, okay, here's the thing. I don't care about money or status. So I was like, cool, what the fuck ever. But then I was also like, what would the fucking heir of Dolce and Gavana <laughs> be doing here, bro? Like, he's hit rock bottom. <laughs> Just for the simple fact that you're here right now. Yeah. He then like tried to make all this fucking conversation. And he was like, you know what you have to do in New York when someone tells you who they are? And he like pulls out his phone to like look himself up. His picture comes up and then an article comes up under it where he was like, Giovanno, uh, Giovanno Gavena, imposter. to me for being a scammer oh my god that's so funny and I was literally like okay like whatever and then later I went oh my god you guys should look him up ridiculous ridiculous shit he's been like in multiple scams like stealing people's credit cards and I was like we should leave but at this point we were like going ready to go we were getting ready to go and stuff and I was like oh can I have another white claw right and this dude was like we have a white claw shortage no and I you know I get it like I'm a respectful guest I was like you know you're it's your place whatever that's fine my roommate was not fucking having it she was like she can't have a white claw like you guys have drank 14 cases of white claw she can't have one and then the promoter dude's like (laughs) no dude i'm telling you this dude got so fucking bad because the promoter dudes were like just let her have a white claw like what's the big fucking deal you know like we can get more across the street like (laughs) this dude got like literally kicked us out and i was like okay i don't get kicked out of places that often or like ever so i was like flabbergasted i was like it's really not that big of a deal like i don't need a white claw like it's totally cool like i don't want beef here i they might have knives like i don't know you You know know, it is also a white claw like it's not that big of a deal either way yeah so that was white claw gate and that turned the night for everybody (laughs) that's a crazy story should we like do we blurt out names is this man gonna come after you okay so at one point he was like oh like i'll follow myself on your instagram right literally rips his phone out of my hand this fucker calls himself on my phone oh and then i didn't until the next day because i started getting like a bunch of phone calls and text messages and i was like who the fuck is this literally i i have to like go back to like my phone calls and i was like oh my god it has to be this game i blocked him like i i don't know i hope like i hope i don't have any i don't see him ever in my fucking life but like i would call that dude out i'm like why would you show me that you're a scammer dude like that's so fucking weird that's hilarious only in new york the people of new york huh? delusional i don't know dude i don't know all right so we're moving into the safety tips don't let your phone get snatched out of your hand safety tip one no, number one dude, just hold on to that hold on to it for your dear life um the safety <laughs> tip i'm gonna give is i personally like to have a crossbody bag 
So I'm completely hands-free of my belongings. Cause yeah. fun fact about me, my ID has been was flagged as like potential fraud because I lost <laughs> my ID so many times in college. And I literally had to go into the DMV and they're like, Hey, like, why do you keep losing your ID? And I was like, I'm a I'm a drunk ass bitch sometimes. Just I occasionally lose it. And she's like, Well, don't you have a wallet? And I'm like, I lose the whole thing sometimes. And so <laughs> I was like, I lost my wallet twice since being at WSU, and I just decided I'm just going to bring out my ID, so if I lose something, I don't lose all of my belongings. And she was literally looked at me like I was fucking crazy. And I was like, this is the life. It's not. I'm not proud of it, but it is my life. Yeah, so. it would be a routine to go get <laughs> Ella's fucking stuff the next day. From the- um yeah. But, you know, sometimes things just happen. And I agree. I usually bring my ID and some cards. Sometimes I don't bring my whole wallet just in case. Also, mm-hmm. you could get, like, jumped or yeah. certain situations. And sometimes, like, my wallet is worth more than this ID and this credit card that I can, exactly. you know. And then mine would be, like, I know there's different types of drunk. But if you are a runner, I will not chase you. If you want to dip out of the vicinity, goodbye. Like, I... Girls, I can't stress this enough. If you're a runner, you need to assess yourself. <laughs> Why I don't, are you running I don't away? <laughs> understand the runner one. You know, like there's like things where I'm like, yeah, I get that alcohol can bring out the worst in you, but I'm like running. And you then, know, you get drunk and run. And then, oh my God. So many times people have run away and then they call you and they're like, I don't know where I am. And I'm like, bitch, I didn't tell you to run away. And I'm not going to try to fucking find you right now. Like now you have put me in harm's way because now I have to come find your ass. That's probably in a dark alley somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Don't be a runner. That is the worst. This is an easy one, but just like share your location with your homies. Literally a lot of people I know have my location. Me too. Maybe that's a problem. Maybe not. But at I least so. like they will know. They will know if I'm like in the middle of nowhere. One time in Vegas, Ella like disappeared. But her location looked like she was like in the middle of like the Bellagio fountain. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. Like, why did like did she get into that fountain? Like, where the fuck is she? Like the Bellagio is like kind of far away. There's no way she could have like the signal was wrong okay but oh my god like I really thought we lost you in the Bellagio fountain I was like "Ah, this bitch and then also like let people know your plan of the night that's never like a bad idea where you're supposed Mm -hmm. to end up so if people know that you didn't end up there like that might spark some red flags yeah I also like there's this thing where sometimes people like just disappear and that's like the worst on a busy night and a night out. It's like when bitches just like fucking they're gone. And then they're like, oh, yeah, like I left with somebody. I'm like, you didn't think to tell me like I was looking yeah. for you, you dumbass. Yeah, I thought you were snatched. I thought you were kidnapped. Yeah, dude, I know. And obviously, like the last one is like, unfortunately, we live in a world where like men roofie women, which is really disgusting and unfortunate. So just like be smart if you're getting drinks from men. Definitely like go to the bar with them. Watch it get bored. Right. If not, just like get a beer and see it get open in front of you if you don't mm-hmm. trust it um I do that a lot mostly when I'm like going out by myself I, I get a if they want to buy me a drink you can buy me a beer and I can watch them open it yeah I agree that's a big one and then also obviously like if you leave your drink your drink is done like if you like lose eye contact with your drink like you should see like that that's bye-bye you know yeah and if you got a drink and you're kind of suspect about it don't fucking drink it it's fine I agree like spend your money it'll be okay the pros and cons of that one it's like you might as well just be better safe than sorry for sure yeah I remember one time I went out and somebody bought me a drink and I wasn't like I didn't like see them open it and I didn't know that person very well 
And I, I just kind of like sat on it and then they drank their drink. And I was like, Hey, my stomach's like a little upset. Like, do you want this one? And then like when they drank it, I was like, okay, he was trying to fucking ruby me. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, that's pretty smart. That's actually some pretty next level stuff. Thank you. That's actually, I, I, would, I don't think I would have been that quick about that. Okay. And then last one for the end, just know when to end the night. I think sometimes, you know, I've never regretted going home before the after party. You know, like nothing ever happens good past midnight no. is what my dad says. I like, I swear to God, sometimes I'll like go, people are like, oh, like we're going to go to this person's house and we go to that person's house and they're just like, most of the people are like zombies already and it's not really that fun. And then you just end up going like 30 minutes after that. So usually I like try to just like peace out and then just know. And then sometimes you need to end your night before last call. I feel like that's another thing. Sometimes people wait until the very last minute to leave and then it's chaos outside. Especially like if you're in a big city and it's like Vegas or San Francisco, waiting till the very end to leave is like a terrible idea when it comes to like an Uber situation. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, it's just a disaster. So like if you're in a big place, either like walk a couple blocks at least or just leave like 30 minutes before a thousand people leave you know yeah there's that how I met your mother quote that nothing good happens after 2 a.m and I do keep that in mind a lot I think Mm -hmm. in New York things are open like literally all night so it like I have been getting home way later than I I would usually Mm -hmm. but I think at 2 a.m I tend to like assess my options and just be like okay maybe I'll stay out but like let's stop drinking now I think that's like a good decision for me or you know just like be cautious of your fucking night sometimes you should just go home nothing else will happen all right, it's plugs of the week. Plugs of the week. So my oh. plug of the week is um, actually a Netflix documentary. It's called Disclosure, and it talks about transgender people, how media influences their lives, and trans people in media. It was. Re- it's on Netflix. It was really amazing. It was honestly like very, very interesting. And also eye-opening and also emotional. And it's also very well done. And it has a lot of icons. as a, a very diverse cast as far as the people that they're interviewing, which was really nice to see because I think it really well represented how diverse the trans community is. So I would 110% recommend that. Again, it is Disclosure on Netflix. And then my plug of the week goes to Pessimism at its Finest. Uh, it's hosted by Alec, our friend Alexandria. We were actually on, I think, like her first episode of her podcast. And honestly, we had a great time chit-chatting about The Bachelor. She covers a bunch of topics going to like from pop culture to more like society and like mental health so definitely check her out also just like a small shout out to homo in training we were in their last episode about jennifer's body slash like a feminist moment um so go check out their episode with us all right we'll we'll leave you with that Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We are rolling up on our anniversary episode, which is so crazy. (gasps) So um, we have some fun weeks coming up. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and make sure to tell a friend because that really helps us out a lot. See you next week. Bye. Bye.